Good afternoon, good night. I am Ifa Bayo, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. Uh, grab a seat, cop a spot, get a chair, get a pillow. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something to drink, get something cold, something hot, some tea, some coffee, some juice, some water. Hell, it's 6 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. You know, I love that song. I do says, no matter what may come my way, my life is in your hands. And I know I can make it. And I know I can stand. No matter what will come my way, <laughs> my life is in your hands. It says, with Jesus, I know I can make it. With him, I know I can stand. No matter what may come my way, my life is in your hands. Well, I take it spiritual. I know that I can make it. I know that I can stand. No matter what may come my way, my ancestors got me. They got me. <clears throat> we are going through some times, some things, you know. But I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about family. Day ones, friends. I want to talk about them. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to share mine. So I remember when I was getting initiated, right? This was in March. <laughs> and my family didn't come. I was hurt because I invited them. I wanted them to be a part of my spiritual graduation, so to speak. I wanted them to celebrate with me. I wanted them there. I invited my sister-in-law, my nieces, you know, my kids. I invited, you know, everybody, my brother, all of them. Only one that showed up was my daughter, Didi. That was it. Now, mind you, it was in the Bronx. My sister-in-law and them could have walked around the corner, up the block. Never came. Never came. But when they have some spiritual stuff, they, they don't hesitate to call. 
And I was hurt at first. I was. Let me tell you, I was so hurt because I seen everybody's family coming. My family didn't come. Not my blood family. People that I met, friends came, clients, they came, but no blood. And I was, I was hurt until Shango Kabosile said, no, no, I, I, your family, they ain't, they ain't coming. Stop, stop. We your family now, stop. But it still kind of stung because, you know, I didn't I didn't change up. I didn't jump and do all of this like, you know, I was I was that I wasn't a bully trying to force them in on what I believe. But none of them never had anything nice to say. You know, my brother and them, they was cracking jokes on me. They was like, oh, you stupid. Who you know, you homeless. Why are you doing that? Like, I didn't get no. Yo, you can do this. How can we help you? I didn't get none of that. None of that. I didn't get none of that. Then, the worst thing in the world. I go down to New Orleans. Because I want to see, you know, my family. So, my son puts out, hey, you know, we coming down, everybody. So, my brother's sisters, right? (laughs) Stepsisters, whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah, we spirit you, too. I I didn't, I, I just came to see family. I didn't come to say who's spiritual or not. I'm just saying we spirit you, too. Like, it was so aggressive where, yeah, I be seeing things and stuff. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, you know. And it became, like, an aggressive, like, a competition, but real talk, I never forget when I went, and I can't stand that. That I can't stand. I'm not here being in competition with you. I'm not here to say who's spiritual. I just came to enjoy your company and, and chill with y'all. I didn't say anything spiritual. It wasn't, hey, Ipa Bayo's coming to take over the world. None of that. I just came to just chill, get some beignets and walk around New Orleans and go to a meet. That's it. I didn't come to be like, Yo, we spiritual. No, I I didn't come for that. I came to just enjoy company and family. Couldn't do that. And it is the reason why I'm telling y'all that, because now we're going to talk today, but right now I want to walk y'all through this. The same way I went to Florida. (laughs) I don't consider myself famous, right? Don't get it twisted. I don't consider myself famous. I consider myself a sister that shares her experience that's consistent. I'm not in competition with nobody. I'm not trying to outdo nobody. I'm not trying to be better than nobody. I'm I'm never that, right? I'm just me. You can know 50 million Orisha songs. You can know all the prayers, all that. That's great. I give you kudos. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. And that's it. Now let's move on to the next thing. Do you know it was like a competition? You know, I'm re- I can read too. Let me tell you about you. And I'm like... But I don't, I'm not going to say I don't like confrontation. I don't like where it leads me. Let me put that out there. I don't have a problem with confronting anybody. But I don't like where it leads me, right? Because I would rather find a solution respectfully and, you know, we can agree to disagree and walk away peacefully and that's it. But majority of people, they want to test you to be like, well, do you know this? No, I don't. <laughs> and you got followers on, on Facebook. I got followers because 
I'm just me being me and I, you know, support each other. But okay. So it's things like that, right? That I always be like, there's no competition. I'm not in competition with you. I don't care. <laughs> like, for real, real talk. I, I'm not here to be in competition with you. And it's all, oh, I be seeing you on Facebook, your little, your little live. Oh, why, why I got to be little? I, I didn't know we was taking sizes. Okay. Yeah, you know, because I, I was going to do that too, but, you know, my, 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 either I say I can't be out there. But then when you go on their page, they always doing a lot. They just get mad because they ain't get a lot of likes. Well, keep doing it, right? Keep doing it. But it, it's it's that. So I did get down there. I got a chance to speak to my aunt and, you know, go around and see family and all of that. I love the family that don't have Facebook. So they always be like, hey, girl, hey. You know, but the ones that do, it's like, I be watching you. I be seeing all them people. I be seeing what you post. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to like it, though, because, you know, I don't be wanting people to know that I'm on there. So you a peekaboo bitch? <laughs> Are you serious? So it's that. It's that cuckoo crazy stuff, right? So like I said, when I was doing it, like they would crack jokes, call me Whoopi Goldberg and um, girls who commit suicide when the rainbow isn't enough, that movie. Oh, that's you. Don't touch my things. That's what they used to say. Said I was, you know, I was stupid and all of that, right? So I, I didn't get no love. I didn't. I did not. So whenever they had some kind of function, I wouldn't go because I was a yeah, well, and I know I don't want to be the butt of no one's jokes. And then they'd be like, oh, you got to sit on the floor. Yeah, I can't do that. And it would be, it would always be something rude or disrespectful from my oldest brother to everybody. Like no one gave me no kind of support or love. Hence why I have so much love and so much faith in Egon and Arisha. I do, because they were the ones to carry me, not people, right? Especially not my blood relatives. So I remember standing on the avenue, right? Because I was closing up my shop and me and my brother and my son was walking. He was like, yeah, I know. I couldn't be in your religion. Oh, no, y'all got too many requirements. Well, what are the requirements? You know, let's, let's first unpack that. Being consistent being truthful, minding the things that you should not do, like partying, doing all of that, um, going to sit with your godparents, your elders, right? Being in the house before night, not worrying about your beauty or your looks, right? And following your itah to the best of your ability, right? And speaking truth, right? And that that's it. It wasn't... Christians, following God's word, having faith, being mindful, being respectful, right? Shouldn't be out late at night for what? <laughs> Unless you're trying to find God. Um, not using no kind of drugs, not drinking, none of that. So what's the difference? So as time went on, I started noticing that my family, I'm talking about my family. I can talk about them. I started noticing that I'm not, it's not a competition. It's more of a 
And I'm going to say it, and I don't like saying it, but it's true. It's more like a jealousy thing. And when I say jealousy, I don't mean, oh, well, she has more. No, my brother don't got cards and houses and all that, right? The jealous part comes in, who is she? Right? Real talk. Let's unpack this. Who is she following this religion and following it? You a pastor. You a preacher. You and, you know, your belief. You're following your things. But you're not following it. You'll go and get drunk. You'll go and get high. You'll lie. You'll cheat. You're, you're doing all these things. So it's like my sister would try to bring up my past. And I think what blew her away or made her look at me to be like, okay, this bitch ain't playing. Any other time, me and her be fighting, locking, locking horns, fighting. But as I, after I got initiated and all that, and it's like, yeah, Yo, you don't fight. You don't, you know, you, you reason or walk away. So my sister, she's in there, you know, oh, I remember when you was doing this. I remember when you was smoking. I remember when you was out there fucking around and, and doing all that. I said, you're right. You are so right. And I remember it as well because I'm the author of the story. You are right. And I'm happy that you constantly give me a reminder of where I was and where I am now, the growth. So if that's what you're doing, I give you kudos. Thank you for seeing my growth because the things I used to do back in and the things I do now, I'm happy that you, you acknowledge that because I don't think no one else does. And sometimes I forget. So thank you for the reminder. When I tell you she was so fucking mad, that was the first time I ever saw my sister speechless. She couldn't say anything back. Like, she just gave that face like, did this bitch? And it was nothing because everyone that was sitting around, because she tried to embarrass me. And everyone that was sitting around, they was like, yeah, you did come a long way. Damn, Denise, you good. Like, I told you you love your sister. There was nothing she could do. You know what she said? I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. I can't do this. I can't do all this positive shit. I'm out. <laughs> so she left. So it was that. It wasn't the jealousy of, I want what you got or anything. No, it was more of the anger and more me being the mirror to say, you're claiming or you're saying you're this. Now, mind you, we all fall short. We all make our mistakes. We all, you know, we, we have those hiccups in the road. But it's how you get back up. It's how you bounce back. It's how you hold yourself accountable. Not above no one, not below no one, but you holding yourself accountable. Listen, I fucked up, right? Now, the one thing I don't do is, especially in my family, is try to compete. Now, in my family, they do. They have this, especially for my generation, they have this, everybody tries to outdo everybody. Oh, well, you can post in our family chat, oh my God, you know, y'all, I just, I wrote a book. Wow, I went on the TV show. Oh, I, I, I sat and talked to to God, like it, they always have to one up you. Right. So, but I, I give zero fucks cause I'm still going to put down my accomplishments. I, I, I always say I'm like Snoop Dogg. I'm looking around the room and say, first of all, let me thank me. So <clears throat> when I would be in there, right. And it's, I don't eat with a fork. I can't. So my brother and them go, well, I, I, I cooked my food with a fork. That's okay. I brought my own food. Are you serious? Yeah, because you used the fork. Well, I make coffee. You don't have tea? No. Well, I can't drink coffee. So you follow all of this. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. I see. 
you can't even follow God's word. So, like I said, we do fall short, but once you keep repeating these mistakes or try to justify your wrong, you're only really shortchanging yourself. So, the anger and the jealousy really wasn't against me. It was them themselves. So, I was being that mirror. So, it was always, how can you do this? Simple. Do you want better? Because if you want better, you're going to do better. Real talk. I'm not... I remember, like I said, I always share the story how my friend Nisi, when we was in the liquor store and she was like, you know, have a drink, nobody will know. You're right. People won't know, but spirit knows. I'm not perfect, but I'm grateful and I'm here today. So, yeah, I, I'm not doing it for man or for the human race or for. No, I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for you. And I'm not going to beat myself up because I messed up. I know how to pick myself up and start again. But if they tell you, yo, smoking and drinking is bad for you, it can lead you in jail or death, then why test that water? I, you already know. You never ask a question you already know the answer to. So if you know that you are an alcoholic, why are you, why are you drinking? Oh, because I was so stressed. Then go for a walk. If you know you are a crackhead, why are you getting high? Oh, because, you know, my family stressed me out. Don't use that as an excuse. Don't, don't. Just say you had that itch and you finally got away from your family or, you know, from your, from the prying eyes. But man don't need to see you. Now you got a whole lot of guilt. Now you're going to lash out at everybody because you made a mistake. You fucked up. You fell off of the, the trying to heal train. So now you're trying to justify it. And that's when I started understanding like, wow, that's what that is. Right? So my brother's the oldest out of all of us. And he does. He goes over and beyond, right? When you come and visit him, especially when it comes to family. Now, some family members consider it as bragging. Oh, he's just bragging. No, he, he's really trying to make you feel comfortable. You know, it's not a bragging thing. It's not him trying to say he got more. He really, you know, he has the extra space. He drives you around and takes you to places that he likes, you know, uh, to different bakeries and things like that. Introduce you to people on his job. It's not bragging. He's just excited. His family is here. He's trying to make your trip, you know, memorable. And if there's some place you want to go, he will take you. He'll take the day off or he'll work half the day and give you that courtesy and show you around, right? And if he has to buy you something or you don't have enough, he will. He'll do it, right? So that's beautiful. And I always commend him on that. But the one thing that I've learned recently, and i explain why. There's one thing I learned recently is, you can be that way. Doesn't mean everyone else is going to be that way. Doesn't mean they're going to return the favor. And if they have some secret animosity or they have something against you, they're going to show you in their actions. So my brother goes down because we couldn't go, right? They had made my aunt funeral like really, really quick. So she died on the 26th. They had the funeral on the 3rd. And we were all thinking maybe until she may have it on the 10th or the 16th, right? So everybody get their bills out the way and whatever's left, we grab. And tickets was like $98 at 
after the 10th on Southwest. So we like, yeah, we're all going. Well, my cousin, she wanted her mother, I guess, in the ground quicker. So she did on third. So a lot of people didn't go. Three of her children didn't go. Her cousins didn't go. You know, so nobody could go because, you know, they couldn't afford it. Right? They were saying, wow, after the 10th or the 16th. Well, whatever reason, she didn't She didn't do that. She did it on third, so nobody went. So my brother went. And he went down there. So he was going to stay with his stepsister. Right? And for some strange reason, things changed. Right? That was the first red flag when he was telling me. <clears throat> so for some strange reason, if I'm talking to you... And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm coming down for the funeral. Oh, yeah, you can stay with me. And then two days prior, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not going to be able to do it. Oh, okay. All right. So he rents him a hotel room and a meet. So he has the plane lands in New Orleans. So she was like, oh, I'll drive you. So she drove him to a meet, put him in his hotel, and then drove him to my house, and then she left. <laughs> And she was like, oh, I'll come and pick you back up. And you stay the night. And the next day you're out, you're going on the plane. <sighs> so that was the red flag. But that, that's a whole new different story. That's a whole new different conversation. So anyway, he gets there. You know, he's talking. He's helping. He's, you know, going to the store with them and things like that. And the funeral was at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. So... He's like, okay, I'll come here. Now, in a meet where we are from, there's no Ubers. <laughs> there's no cabs, right? Small town. So he was like, okay, so, you know, y'all come pick me up. And, you know, I come there to the house. Y'all get dressed. And we'll all go to the funeral, right? So in his mind, because when he, when you come visit him, he makes sure you have transportation, from wherever it is you're coming from to his house and he'll drive you or he'll come pick you up. So he makes sure everything is covered on his end, right? You're not getting on the bus. You're not getting in the cab. He's going to make sure that he has you, right? So he gets to the hotel. He gets up. So he winds up at my aunt's house because someone came and picked him up. So he, he was like, you know, I don't know who the guy is, but they dropped him off at the house. And he's waiting. He's like, okay, the funeral is at 10 o'clock. So by 9.30, we all leave. Well, everybody else was going, except for my cousin, Ellie. So, you know, when it started getting to like 9.45, he was like, ain't you going to the church? He said, you're not going? Well, let me give y'all this side thing. I would not care if me, my brother, my cousin, my sister, my best friend, whoever is not speaking to me. I'd be damned if I miss my mother's funeral. I will be damned if I miss my mother's funeral. Ain't no fucking way in hell. I don't care who's there. I don't care if the whole family hates me. I'm going to see that lady. And I'm going to get my closure, say my final goodbyes and all of that. Right? Well, my cousin didn't go. He didn't go to his mother's funeral. For whatever reason. So, my brother's like, hey, you know, y'all coming. He said, oh, no, I'm not coming, but, you know, I don't know how you're going to get there. So, mind you, it's raining. So, my brother walks to the church. And to his disappointment, they started the service at 830. So, when he got there, it was almost over. So, he damn near missed it. 
They didn't tell him. They changed it. They didn't say nothing. So now, you know, he hugs everyone. So my cousin Kim, you know, and they all driving out. Nobody didn't say, hey, Rob, get in the car. You're not here. You live in New York. You know, you came down to mourn with us and give us support. Right? He was supposed to speak. They didn't let him speak. They just moved everything. They didn't tell him anything. They didn't call him. They didn't do none of that. So he's waiting, you know, in the church in hopes that, because it's raining still, like somebody will come and, you know, take him to the um to the house. Nobody. He walked in the rain. Ladies and gentlemen, he walked in the rain. Now, once again, this is a guy that you come to visit in New York. You stay at his house. He's never bragging. That's not his thing. He don't brag. He'll be like, okay, so what do you want to do? This is the time if he has to go to work. But usually if he know you coming, he's calling off. So he's like, okay, I got these two, three days off, you know, and I got this day to take you to the to the airport. You know, what do you want to do? Um, you know, my sister and everybody, they coming over as well. You know, we going to cook. We're going to have fun. Like, you know, is there something? Let's go to the supermarket. Is there something you might want? Like, he makes sure he covers everything for you, right? I give him that. So they didn't. He made him a plate. When my cousin Ellie came out of the room and no one said anything. So he's sitting there. My brother don't drink, right? <laughs> he don't. Now, I don't know what he do behind closed doors. As far as I know, he don't drink. So my cousin's husband starts to pick a fight with him. Now, once again, my brother's the oldest out of all of us. No one didn't say anything. No one said, hey, you know, stop this or hey. And I know my brother can take care of himself. So he's like looking, like, you know, so finally his wife came and was like, you know, come on, let's just go outside. What are you doing? Stop. Oh, I'm sorry, cousin Robert. And that was it. But nobody didn't say, hey, you're wrong. Like, no, we're not doing this. Like, nobody didn't say nothing. So he gets... He gets upset, he calls, you know, his stepsister Rhea and them, and they come and, you know, they take him to the hotel. Nobody didn't call and check over and be like, hey, Robert, are you not here? What's going on? Or, you know, hey, I'm coming over or, you know, or even I apologize for not, you know, how did you get home or how did you get like none of that? So he was hurt. He was hurt because... Part of him believed that I give this courtesy to y'all. I do all of this and y'all treated me like shit. Like y'all didn't even want me here. And this is my aunt. I grew up with her. Like y'all didn't even want me here. So once he called me, he told me everything that happened. I called my brother man and I said, yo, send him love. You know, we just need to make sure he's up here. But I did tell him, I said, thank you. Because you, you definitely let me know that I, I don't I do not do it anyway. I don't put my responsibility in nobody's hands. So I know when I do go down there in April, I have my own hotel. And whoever I bring with me, we driving. We'll spend one or two nights down in Amy and the rest we go into New Orleans. Um, so I'm not, you know, I get to chill and see y'all or whatever. And they start acting funny. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to New Orleans. Right. 
So it really just might be one day. We leave early in the morning, go out there, get, you know, because I may stay in New Orleans and just go to a mink, right? Go see my mom's sisters and them and um, see them and say, hey, and go to the cemetery and see my aunt. And that's it. That's all. And bring my ass back. So, because I don't even think I'm going to stay a mink. Like, no. But, you know, just to see family. Um... And I know his pride and everything else was hurt. But then I had to sit back and analyze both sides. Both sides. Now, my brother, let's analyze his side. My brother, he doesn't brag, but he has to correct you. He has to, he wants, because he's the oldest, that he, you know, we, we go to him for counsel or for, you know, just to, because he'll say, right? Let me let me make this clear. He'll say, oh, so if something go wrong, I hope they don't come to me. That's kind of horrible to say. And he has said it plenty of times to all of us, you know. You know, like if something go wrong, I know they're going to come to me. I know they're going to come to me. And they better not come to me. Well, that makes people not want to come to you at all. Because you're already anticipating me to fail. So... And, you know, when you say that to people, it's like you're not giving us any, we're adults just like you. You're the oldest, great, but damn, we, we're not following your, you choose this life. We didn't choose that. That's not for us. And, you know, you're just hoping for our downfall. Like the first thing, instead of you saying, you know, I pray that they, they really get, I'm, I'm praying that they succeed in everything they do. No, it's. Well, when they fail or something happened, I hope they don't call me. So for them, it's like, I'm not calling you for nothing. I really don't even want to be bothered with you because you just automatically see me as fucking up. Nobody don't highlight the shit you did, but you want to highlight the things we did. So no, right? And that's from family. So from him saying that, I can see, it's not justifying, but I can see them say, well, uh, since he is all-knowing and he got everything together, he should have rented a car. He should have had all that. He should have called us and let us know. And, you know, we would have told him it changed. He, he didn't communicate with us. And that's horrible. But they see him as, well, he know everything. He should have known that. Real shady, right? Love my family. That's the reason why I'm sharing this. Now, for my cousins and them, Whenever they come and stay in New York, we don't try to dictate their lives, but we try to keep them out of trouble because they're not used to New York. So they want to, it's like them running into a burning building. I never forget with my cousin Ellie. I'm like, yo, you got those stretchies on. It's going to snow. Child, I'm used to the snow. Child, my mother looked and said, shut up. She said, shut up. Because he got to learn. And he put those stretchies on. When I tell you his ass was freezing, he was crying. He was like, I got to go back home. And we looking at him like, <laughs> we tried to fucking tell you. Then he was around. i never forget this. He was working at the candy factory. And I said, yo, be mindful of, you know, how you talk to people telling your business because that shit will come and haunt you. You're a gay trans, you know, woman and you're pretty. You're taking their boyfriends or their friends' boyfriends. You know, because they on the DL. Be mindful. Don't share who you're dating because not everybody subscribed to that. 
Oh, whatever comes in on. Oh, my goodness. Everybody say, yep. Everybody said that, you know, everybody jealous of me. Okay. So, they call me, right, from down the other end. Yo, they want to jump your cousin. Who want to jump my cousin? So, I go down there. They upset, Felicia and them, because they found out he was sleeping with somebody, and it, it's they man. And I'm looking at him. I know, I know. Mind your fucking business. I told you to shut up. Not everybody's ready for you. You know what I'm saying? So we always had to come to his defense. So even when Brenda, all the rest of them came up, you know, all we're trying to do is help you. We want, I want you to succeed. I want to make sure that you're okay. But I can't save you if you keep on trying to run into the burning fucking building. And I'm not running behind you because I'm not trying to get burnt up. So when you get hot and you start burning, now you're ready to run back to New Orleans. And then the first thing said, oh, you don't like it up there. Oh, my God. They don't know how to treat people. No, that's not true. We, we don't want you to go down this road. They're selling drugs on there to get ready to have a raid. Why are you going down there? Because it's a cute boy down there. Then they get busted in the head or they get beat up. Then it's, oh, okay. Oh, 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 my God. All we're trying to do is save you. That's it. we trying to make sure that you stay alert of your surroundings and everything else. So, they made these, these so-called stories. So, when we were all together, we're like, well, how's that? Tell them what really happened. And then it's like, oh, I can't remember. It was so long ago. But you remember to tell them the negative. You can't remember to tell them anything. You can't remember to tell the truth. Say less, right? So <clears throat> they have this, I'm going to do it my way. So I'm the type, do it your way. I, I know how to back up. Like, I, hey, I know how to remove myself from the situation. So now when you get yourself in trouble, you get arrested, all of that, you, you did it. So you can figure it out. Man, man, I didn't think it was going to be like this. This ain't how New Orleans is. You're not in New Orleans. You're in New York, babes. This is, nah, it's a whole new different breed. Y'all ain't got trains and buses and man's transit and all of that. Y'all ain't got that. Stores ain't opening until 3, 4, 5, 24 hours. Y'all ain't got that. Shit closed down. <laughs> That's the sundown town. <laughs> when the sun go down, we go home. So, player, it's a different vibe. Course of living is different. All of that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The girl will beat you up quicker than the dude would. So, no. And then, yeah, no. No one's going to sit and say, Moni, how's the family? How? Hey, nigga, what the fuck you looking at? That's what this vibe is. So, we want you to be on point. But, you know, you can't. You They have to find their way, right? And I remember my moms used to do that with my cousin Ellie when he was up there. You have to find your way. So, Instead, my brother would want to help beyond. So my cousins and them became like, oh, he thinks he's better than us. And it's like embedded in their head now. So hence why they didn't show him no love. But then I'm looking and I'm like, I wouldn't change who I am. I would just change how I am to people. I'm only going to go out and pour into you when you reciprocate that same energy. If you're not doing that, then I'm not doing that. Oh, well, cuz I'm coming to New York. Okay, make sure you get you a hotel room and all that. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah, uh-uh. Why? Well, cuz I don't, I don't stay at your house, so, oh, nah. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So then this way you can have your freedom. You can do and come and go as you want. You can, you know, you get up, we a meet up, and you rent you a car, and you, you can basically see the city or take mass transit. But what you're not going to do is stay with me. No, no, we're not doing that. So my brother, he was, his feelings was hurt. But I was like, it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. You came down there and to them, you should have had all your stuff. Not the other way around. Well, I do that for them. That's your choice. And now it goes back to this day and age. We go all out for people. Family, friends, day ones. Oh, what you need? I got you spiritually. I read your cards. I make this bath. I do this. What's going on? And then when you in the gym, they turn the lights off, lock the door, close the blinds. I can't believe that. I can. I can. I can. When in their lifetime, as well as yours, did they point to you? Well, uh, nothing. So then why would you expect for them to do that? If they have never done anything for you, never purchased anything, never solicited anything from you, didn't share your stuff, didn't tell you, hey, you're doing a great job, didn't promote your stuff, then why would you think they're going to do it now? Oh, because they're family and blood. No, the blood of the covenant. Uh-uh. It's still the blood of the womb. Mm-mm. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. or the Yeah, the water of the womb. No, no, no. 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 And I try to explain that to people. And you know how some people go, well, you know what I'm saying? You can't turn your back on family. Can't turn your friend into them neither. So what's the difference? I'm not saying all my family's fucked up. I'm not saying they're all selfish. But they got their own lives. And if I'm not here... Uh, and if you're not here pointing to me, then why am I pointing to you? For what? What? Oh, that's messed up. No, it's only messed up because you want something from me. Any other time, if you didn't need anything from me, you wouldn't. Now, while my brother was in New York, while he was, they were down there, they would call him, talk to him. Yeah, oh my God, when they were going through something. So let me run it back. They needed something from him. They needed his counsel. They needed that energy. They needed that. And they were sucking his ass dry. So when he got down there, he thought it would be reciprocated. Oh, okay. They got me. They gave zero fucks. Yeah. So now should he be mad? No, no. Just plan better. Plan better. And the red flags was there. When you got down to New Orleans, nobody didn't call you. You called them and they was like, oh, okay, well, you're here. And that was it. But as long as they had a need for you, they'll call you every day. They'll tell you, oh, Cousin Rob, I need you. Oh, my God. Cousin Rob, I was calling you. Or I was at a night, you jumping up. Because we have that Captain save a Hole syndrome. The, I got to be there for them because they need me. No, that's your ego. You want to be neat so you can tell everybody, well, when they called me, no. I know how to let my phone ring. Especially if I know what's on the other side of that fucking dial tone or that ringtone. It's somebody that don't do nothing for me and all they want to do is suck my ass dry. We're not doing that. We're not. 
and people get offended. Well, those people that can't use you anymore, they get offended. They do. Oh, cousin Donna, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You are like that. I, I listen. I I stopped talking. I didn't stop talking. I limited my access, her access to me, my cousin Pamela. You only call me when you need some spiritual advice. You don't call me and say, hey, cuz, what's up? How's life? No. When you're going through it with your man, that's the only time you call me. So I tell her, stop calling me. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. Are you serious? Yeah. She don't call me. Stop calling me. No, no. You don't call me to say, hey, cuz, you okay? You know, how's life? Oh, my God. No. You're only calling me, and this is just how the conversation is to go. Hey, cuz, how you doing? And I'll be like, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, you know, oh my goodness, I just had a rough day. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, you know. So let me ask you a question. Rod, what's up? Yeah, because, you know, I think my man, you know, I'm saying, I'm going to send you a picture of this girl. What about the girl? I think she's sleeping with my husband. Well, why would you say that? Because I was reading a text. What's your spirit say? Uh, for the, and I'm going to be honest, for the first three times, I was like, oh, my God, you know, oh, that's horrible. But then the fourth time, and then this is another thing. Yeah, because when I get some money, I'm going a, I'm to, a, you know, I'm going to hook you up. Child, that girl wouldn't call me. Only time she would call me if she going through something with her fucking man. I said, uh-uh. And then when I questioned her to say, well, I didn't even question when she called me. Let me play it back. When she called me and I said, I said, uh, you know, reading is, and this was back then, right? So my readings then was $25. I said, girl, you know, reading is $25. You can Western Union me my money. She said, whatever she said to her son, he was like, oh, you know, these wizard people be wanting money. So I blocked both of them. Go with your life. Now, the one thing that people tend to forget, right? I don't care who die. I don't care who's in the hospital. I don't care who's sick. Yeah, I'm that chick. I don't mess with you. I don't mess with you. I didn't call my cousin and say, oh, wow, my condolences. Not at all. For what? I don't mess with you. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. I don't mess with you. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with my cousin Skinny. So my brother was like, you know, did you call him? Why? I don't mess with him. Oh, that's fucked up. No, because he's a liar. And you scratch your lie and you find a thief. And I don't have time for that. And not to steal my money, but my time, my energy, all of that. I don't need that. Like, you, you lie unnecessary. And then you, you like that liquid courage. When you get drunk, now you, you a gangster. I need you to keep that energy and be a gangster when you sober. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't play that game. When people start drinking, I remove myself from the situation. Because you're only bad when you got that liquid courage. Once you sober, you know. And I remember it was a chick. She would only call me to want to read and while she drunk. Ma, don't call me while you're drinking. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, well, let me know. No, I don't give a fuck where you live at in the world. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, losing my number. And every so often she'll pop up. But she won't. Now she don't call me for a reading. No, not at all. But once again, people will. Not all, but majority of them. And I want you to notice the red flags. I want you to notice the, res the disrespect for boundaries and for your energy and your space and your gift. Because people will. They will use you. 
And it's usually your family, the ones you call, your day ones and all that. That's why I put up that post. If you go on my page where Young and May was like, you know, oh, well, you got to look out for your day ones. Well, what my day ones doing? What are they doing? And then if you sit by, my mother used to always tell me, when you sit by the beach long enough, you'll watch all the bullshit flow by, which is real. Right? Everybody always say they love you. Oh, my God. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, you're so great. Oh, my God. So, answer me this. You know, this person, they was doing this. This girl is doing it. You only love what I can do for you. And once I deny that access, now I'm a fucked up individual. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I don't fuck with her. No, you can't fuck with me. And that's real. But we get into this fear of... Because we live in this world of love and likes. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, my God. I give zero fucks. I really give zero fucks who don't like me. I don't care. I'm not here for you. What you eat don't make me shit. I'm not here for you. But we get into this mode that we have to live off of likes and we're not invited to the evil or cool girl's table. Fuck that table and them too. What have they done for you? Nothing. Nada. They don't even promote you. They do nothing for you. So why are you so attached? Now it comes down to shadow work. What happened to you when you were a kid and you weren't invited to the birthday parties? The the events? Let me tell y'all this before I go and disappear. My friend Nisi and Kim and uh, Rhonda and all of them, right? I would go around there. And this is when they started hanging with my friend Carol. They used to be like, they would go to Uno's or they would go to certain places. And they didn't invite me. And I remember sitting on the step one day, real talk. And I had my son Daquan. And um, I remember, matter of fact, I had Daquan, Isha, and Didi, right? I had all three. And they were, you know, they was like, yeah, we going to do this. We going to make money. We going to do this. So I remember sitting there. My mom had, you know, pulled up in the cab and, you know, my brother was taking the food in. And she was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, yeah. So I was telling, I would tell my mother everything. And I was like, yeah. I said, you know, Nisi and Carol went on me going somewhere to act like I can't go. Like, you know, I got money. And she said, did they invite you? I said, no. She said, good. She said, why are you inviting yourself? I said, because, you know, they going someplace and, you know, they, all of them act like they, they got it like that. She said, today or tomorrow, today or tomorrow, she said, I can be dead and gone. She said, as long as you're living on this planet, never ask to go nowhere that nobody didn't invite you. At that moment, I didn't want to hear that. I was like, what? She said, because nine times out of 10, you either going to outshine them. Or they doing some shit that later on they're going to pay for and you weren't a part of that. When you're young, you don't want to hear that. So in my head, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to hang somewhere else. So that was the reason why I would go to Brooklyn by myself. I would go to the Bronx. I would go to Manhattan. I would go to Staten Island. Like I was everywhere meeting new people. Crazy that I ain't get killed, mugged, raped, none of that. But I would meet new people. I would go all over, right, and chill with people. Man, we I'd go and learn different things, go to the city, right, museums, all of that. 
So I was everywhere. I took it as because they didn't invite me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to find my own way. Right? Now, I remember the first time I ever went to Uno's and uh, that, that restaurant because Dallas Strawberry used to be there. I don't know shit about baseball. So, first of all, I, that was the turn off. But when I did go, I was like, yo, I don't eat none of this. I'm vegetarian. So I don't eat none of this. Right? Now, I always hung on 71st and Continental because I used to work over there. I was a caseworker. Right? And Barnes and Nobles used to be over there in Starbucks. So I would always go over there, hang with Nazareth and all of them. Like I had friends from all over Pakistan, everywhere, right? So I would do that. And then one day, I never forget this day, I had came up from Atlanta and I was sitting there and I was looking at all my friends and they were all there. Like they was like, yeah, you know, I don't go nowhere. I don't do. And I remembered what my mom said. Nine times out of ten, you shouldn't have been there. And I shouldn't have because someone wind up going to jail. Some of them wind up losing a lot. Some of them wind up being just trapped in this bubble. I said, maybe I did it because I was trying to, you know, show them. But spirit was leading me a whole new different route. I sat in my Santa room today and all I could say was thank you. And I'm forever grateful. If you see my heart, you know I'm grateful for the good, the bad, and the ugly. For the betrayals, the backbiting, the phoniness, the fakeness. I'm grateful for all of that. I am. Because it made me who I am. I didn't fold. I didn't buckle. I didn't go and say why. No. I just did. And that fueled my confidence and the courage for me to go, to fly places, to go places, and not be scared to travel by myself. Listen, I don't, I don't understand it. I never did. I'm not a pack mentality chick. I'm not. I, I'd rather go by myself because, see, when I'm ready to leave, I can bounce. I ain't got to wait for this one and that one. No, I'm ready to go. And if I want to stay and you ready to go, go ahead. I learned my lesson with that. And, and didn't get a chance to see the one Arisha I wanted to see. So I don't, I don't do pack mentality. So when people go, oh, my God, come with me. No, I don't want to go. Oh, I can't go by myself. And that's you because I go everywhere by myself. Oh, my God, I'm not like that. No, I am. I am. This is why we're not the same. And this is why our friendship is always limited. Oh, my God. You say, go over there and tell them. No, you go tell them. I don't want shit from them. So it's that fear that I'm stuck in it. And that's not me. So I understand my mom's taught us to go and explore the world. That's why my brother and everybody, you know, we're so comfortable going places by ourselves. Because, you know, we, we need an entourage for it. Nah, if you don't want to go, you don't go. I'm going. If you don't want to eat that, you don't have to. I'm going to eat it. So just like I don't eat watermelon. Right? I call them nigga apples. I don't eat watermelon. Oh, my God. You don't eat watermelon? No. I don't eat banana pudding. I have to have a taste for it. And it take two spoonfuls, and now I'm not going to eat it no more. I don't eat red velvet cake. Oh, my God. I ate it all my life. I don't need it no more. Hi. Like, for real. So, you have people like, well, you buy you one. Why? I don't eat it. Oh, my God. We friends. We supposed to be eating it. So, people... This is real conversation. So people can see us that we eating red velvet. They're going to see you eating that nasty shit. I don't eat it. 
And I, it's nothing on this plane that's going to make me eat it. Nah, player. I hate that shit. That shit is nasty. Oh, my God. Or less dressing up. No, I'm not. It's not the fucking Wonder Twins. I'm not dressing like you. No. No. I'm not the pack mentality chick. I'm not. That's why. And I, I let people know I come in your life. We chill. We talk. Wow. Okay. And, you know, you may learn something from me. I may learn something from you. And that's it. But this is not, I'm not the odd couple. We're not going to be around each other for eons. And I'm going to wear what you wear. I'm going to follow what you I'm not your fucking kid. Like, no. So I'm not. I'm not the pack mentality. But back to, if y'all don't take nothing else from this story and from this, this experience. Family is family. That's true. But you can also set boundaries and limit how you are meant to be treated. But know this. Wherever you're traveling. If you know you can't afford to go, don't go. Who who are you showing up for? So when they was like, oh, you coming? Nope, I can't afford it. If y'all have it on the 10th or the 16th, yeah. Flights are good. I, I can come down, rent a car, rent a hotel. Great. Oh, my God, no. Because, see, I'm not going to come back and have to rob Peter to pay Paul for my bills and stuff. Nah, hell no. Hell no. I'm, I'm not here to, and that's another thing. I'm not here to impress you. I ain't got it. So I'm not going. Guess what? I'm sitting it out. Oh my God. No, no. I, I have a thing called bills, rent, cable. Hey, how you doing? Cell phone, Wi-Fi. I, I like being on Jesus internet. Okay. I also have a uh, shit. I have to pay for life insurance. You know, when I get buried. Okay. Medical coverage and I don't drive. So I always got to make sure I have a, uh, a way to go. And food. How you doing? Food. I got to wash clothes. I got to make sure I have cleaning shit and stuff in my house. So those are the things that I love. I can't speak for you. I got to make sure I'm going tomorrow. I'm going for a mammogram. You fucking right. I make sure this the ending of the year coming. GYN, mammogram, blood work, physical. Yeah, I do all of that. So when I step into the new year, bitch is healthy. I don't know about y'all, but I know me. And that shit ain't free. Hi. Hi. So, uh, hello. How us doing? How us doing? How us doing? So, if I can't go right then and there, I'm going to tell you, I can't go. Oh, you serious? Yeah. Mm-mm. I can't go. But you go and have fun. And that is it. Don't be a don't be ashamed of your financial situation. You're you're leveling up, and the first thing is for you to be honest. You're leveling up. You're putting those things that you are responsible for. I pay my life insurance three months in advance, just in case if a bitch go within these three months, she's covered. So uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. I don't need. I'm not leaving the responsibility of my children to try to do a GoFundMe so they can bury my ass. No, that's not how that works. And I'm not putting it in the hands of nobody else. So, real talk. Responsibility. Don't let nobody try to dupe you into anything. Don't feel guilty. If you can't afford to go, that's it. You'll go to the next go-round. And make sure you have your own shit. Y'all know that song. God bless the child like God is on. And that's real. So if you know you're going to visit, plan a vacation, make sure you have transportation, money, and a hotel, and a little spending change. Not for their ass, for you. And if they don't want to be a part, keep it moving. 
Enjoy your vacation. I'm not by docking your shit. I will be in New Orleans April 10th to the 15th. Y'all want to see me? Let's make it go. I love y'all. I love y'all.